My name is Aaron Nowak, and I'm the founder of Slab Stocks, a sports card analytics company bringing you the most intelligent, real-time investing information on the planet, and I'm your host of Face Value, a podcast where I discuss the most important trends in the sports card marketplace. I hope you enjoy. Today on Face Value, we will be talking about the power of the PSA population report. If you're not sure what that is, that is at psacard.com. If you go there, they have a full database of all the cards graded by them, PSA that is, and the different grades that they got. And it gives the total amount that were graded of a specific grade. And it is very insightful to figure out why things are valued as they are. Different Prism rookies, Tops rookies, uh, update, all that stuff is on there. Really good, really useful tool to get more market insight to figure out why values are what they are and also to, f- to find undervalued cards. Um, if you were tracking Optic and Select all through last spring into the summer, you would have been able to see that there were very, very few graded Optic and Select cards, hinting both at that less people were grading those cards and also that there are lower print runs of those cards. So it would have been a very nice undervalued place to buy. And as expected, as we wrote an article about it back in the spring, Optic and Select both exploded, came November-ish, October-ish, uh, when a lot more people got into the market and basketball season started getting a full swing, those cards started to go crazy when people started to get priced out of the prism. So, very useful tool for that. But what I want to talk about is there was someone on Instagram that commented on our Devin Booker post saying that it's absolutely crazy that the PSA 10 prism base rookie of Devin Booker from 2015 is worth more than the 2018 prism base rookie of Trey Young PSA 10. And I commented back and said, it all has to do with the production runs. And then he said, still it shouldn't matter, Trey should be worth more. Well, I'm not here to put the person on blast. Honestly, I'm not even going to look up their handle right now. But I just want to give a little bit of explanation why my comment was that's all in the production runs. And when I'm talking about production runs, I also mean PSA 10 population report. The Devin Booker... Prism Base Rookie PSA 10 is $140. Devin Booker is a 24-year-old shooting guard for the Phoenix Suns. Pretty decent team this year. Not a playoff team yet, but a lot better than they were in years past. He's dropping like 25 points a game, shooting like 37% from three, uh, putting up like maybe six assists, four rebounds a game. Really good numbers. Definitely all-star numbers. So it makes sense. The the dollar amount there makes sense. But when compared to Trey Young, Trey Young's only 20 years old and his base rookie PSA 10 is $80 and Trey Young is much better than Devin Booker even right now and more than Devin Booker was in his second year. Trey Young's dropping like 29 points a game, eight and a half assists, four rebounds, just some crazy numbers from Trey Young. Obviously a complete stud and uh, Instagram follower was confused as to why Devin Booker was worth more. Well, here's exactly why. If you look at the Devin Booker PSA 10 population report for this base rookie, there's only 893 PSA 10s of the base rookie of Devin Booker from 2015. If you look at the Trey Young base rookie from 2018, it's like multiple, multiple thousands. Like probably like 4,000. I don't have the exact number because that's not the one I was looking at because I wanted to talk about what card is similar to the base of Devin Booker from 2015. And I'll tell you right now, the Trey Young Silver PSA 10 is 1,359 PSA 10s in existence, which is 5,000 more than the Devin Booker, and it's $410. So 
So that card is like three times the price of this Devin Booker. And there's more of them in existence. And that's a more indicative card, similar comparable card to the base Devin Booker. Now I will say this. Okay, it's a silver, so yes, that will definitely add value just from it being a silver. Like, it's not a direct comparison because we're talking about a base card that looks pretty bland compared to a silver, which will also add some extra value to it. So honestly, if it was like the same exact thing like Trey Young base PSA 10, there's 893 of them, probably be more like two times the price maybe, maybe 280 maybe like $300. But it would definitely be worth more is the point. The point is, is that if Trey Young base was in the same production run as a Devin Booker base, it'd be worth way more, two to three times more, which makes a lot of sense. Looking at apples to apples, if you're like, oh, it's a base card, the Devin Booker's a base card, you can't really do that. It doesn't really work that way um, because of the production runs and the PSA 10 population report. You just can't compare cards that way, just saying that they're prism base rookie cards. Looking at Giannis and Luka, this is another interesting topic to look at. There are 1,895-2013 Prism Giannis PSA 10s. Those are $800 currently. And there are 1,441 Luka 2018 Prism Silver PSA 10s. So Giannis, there's like 400 more right now. However, that card is five years older than the Luka, so there's definitely going to be more Lukas getting graded than Giannis's currently as we speak. So that number will surely go up faster than the Giannis PSA 10 report. Um, and the Lucas Silver PSA 10 is $1,300, which is $500 more. Like I said, it's a silver, way more desirable of a card, way more desirable of a card to have. I mean, the Giannis Silver is like, what, 13 k is a PSA 10 or something? So there's like only 100 of those or, I mean, something crazy like that. I'd have to look to, make, to be certain on that number. But here you can see that, yeah, the Luka's worth more. Personally, I think that Giannis is going to be a better all-time player than Luka. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Bucks fan, so that has to play into it. Giannis is like five years older than Luka right now, but I just think that Giannis long-term is going to be the better player when it's all said and done for both in their career than Luka. Um, other people might have different takes on that, which is why the Silvers are worth $400 more than the Giannis base. Also, like I said, base versus silver, yada, yada, yada. But right now, base PSA 10s are $250 for Luka, and I know that there's like 7,000 of those. So that makes sense, why the Giannis is like four time, three times the price versus if you just had the same exact number. I would sure hope that Giannis would be worth more. He's accomplished way more, and I think he's going to accomplish more going forward. But who knows at that point? It'd be much harder to compare, um, to figure out, and to guess on that right now. Truthfully, this whole podcast is really just to tell you about that the PSA 10 popula- population report matters and the percent of cards that get 10s of that run. So like with Tops Update Gold Rookies from baseball, if you look at the PSA 9s, like the Glaber Torres is like a $200 card right now, and then the Raw is like $180. So the PSA 9s of the Golds from Update are worth more than the Ungraded, which normally it's like the same for most cards. It's like PSA 9 and non-graded are normally the same price. Um with caveats like this, like the gold updates, or you go very far back to a card like 2011 Tops Update Mike Trout. We're talking about a card that's from nine years ago. A lot have been graded. I'm sure that people aren't grading them for a reason at this point, it seems. So why would you buy a PSA or a RAW for more than a PSA 9? So PSA 9 is worth more. Um, cases like that. Honestly, this was probably the least amount of research I put into a podcast. I just want to talk to you about what tool I use when looking at the market and trying to figure out 
where I should recommend for people to buy. Um, this is a very indicative tool. I'd highly recommend hopping on PSACard.com, searching around in it, trying to figure out what to see, um, what to do. And also, this podcast is just getting to eight minutes, so this will probably be the shortest podcast ever posted on the Slab Socks podcast. But for the next couple of minutes, just want to give an update on what I have going on right now in my life. Um, just got back to school at the University of Wisconsin-Madison for my last semester of college. I'm in 17 credits right now. It is kind of crazy. I am like way too busy these first couple of days I've figured out. It's going to be pretty hard to manage. So honestly, you're probably going to hear a lot less of my voice. I'll still try to get out a quick face value maybe once a week or once every two weeks. Um, the plan is once a week to do them, record them on Wednesdays, post them on Thursdays. Right now it's Wednesday. You're listening to this on a Thursday or later. But... I'm going to be extremely busy. I will be very inactive on the direct messages. If you're going to try to direct message me, it's probably going to take a couple days for me to reply. and probably just going to do a bunch in one sitting. But it's just what's going to happen. I mean, 17 credits is a lot. Last semester, going to be graduating soon. I just don't necessarily have the time to dedicate to certain aspects of Slab Stocks right now, which is why having Sam and Nate on the team is a huge help because they are going to pick up a lot of slack that I can't handle. Um, and that's very big, especially with our email newsletter that's started to go twice daily now. Um, if you want to sign up for that, head to trade.slabstocks.com or you can go to slabstocks.com. There's two different URLs that you can get to um, for that. And you can just put in your email and then you'll be signed up automatically. Uh, two different emails go out a day with targeted investment advice, either between auctions or buy it now best offers. So you will definitely be able to see where we're looking at daily. Uh, you'll not miss out on the different cards that we're trying to recommend people to buy. Like over the summer, we were constantly sending out Optic and Select to people, and that did very well. Of course, Luca and Trey all summer too, and that did very, very well for people in the season right now. Uh, there's a multitude of other things too, just way too much to talk about. But really good place to go to learn information. It's completely free. You don't have to pay anything. You get to learn, learn, learn. Um, figure out what you want to invest in, and then do it if you so please, or you don't even have to. So at that rate, it's just you get to learn some in, some stuff about cards and that's fun so that'd be cool if you guys are interested in that um, otherwise this is really all I have time for right now I have four classes tomorrow and I haven't read a thing for any of them so we'll see maybe I do that maybe I don't I know I'm definitely watching Zion Williamson's debut tonight in three hours uh, by the time you listen to this he'll probably he will actually have already played so that'll be kind of fun uh, for you to know what happened while listening to this and I have no idea right now so with that, thank you guys for listening to Face Value. I'm sorry about the short podcast. I'm sorry about the lack of research. Just the point to drive home is use the PSA population report to find market trends to be ahead of the game. If you can look up different sets that you might think might have value in the future and you can see that there's very little cards graded or the PSA 10 rate is very low, like Prism Hypers, uh, great place to look to be ahead of the curve. I hope you guys use it. I hope you guys find it effective. I hope you guys benefit from it. With that, I'm Aaron. Thank you for listening to Face Value, and I will talk to you guys soon.